0: All right, welcome to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. I'm here today with a very special guest. All my guests are special, but this one's especially special. He's because he made me laugh. Yeah, I love, I love people that make me laugh. Uh, T. Dot Kingsby, comedian extraordinaire, actor extraordinaire. I found out today. He's been been <laughs> in a couple little movies, so we'll talk about that. So, I mean, I got to start. T. Dot. Um, your real birth name is Terrence. So can you explain to me how you got the name T Dot? Uh uh,
1: you know, it was when Jay Z came out, um, with the S Dot Carters and he was calling himself S Dot. And uh he was really hot back then and I wanted a name that was original, that was me still. So T Dot Kingsby, you know, that's that's me and I you know, I kinda stole it from Jay Z. I ain't go by. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. yeah. What year was that? When when
1: ah, what year was that? Probably about two thousand and six or seven or something like that.
0: Okay. Okay. So you've been teed out for a long time. I've
1: been teed out for a minute. My wife don't call me teed out though. She's the only one.
0: Yeah, I had to like calling you teed out. Yeah, I had to like do some research. I figured I was like, wait a minute. I see there's a Terrence (laughs) Kingsley, but not. I couldn't (laughs) find stuff on. Then I found out. Oh, Terrence is on IMDb. He's got movie credits. This guy's (laughs) awesome. So. So you grew up in the Midwest, is that right? Tell me about that.
1: Ah, man, Um, freezing cold, Uh, uh, blue-collar place, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But as far as being a comedian, um, growing up there helped me a lot. I was real close to Chicago, and uh, some of my favorite comics from Chicago, um, best storytelling, gritty, I mean, just funny comics. And uh, I was around them a lot. And that's what really, you know, groomed me, you yeah. know, into, uh, you know, the comic I am today. Yeah,
0: so I was going to ask you that, like, your comedy influences growing up. Like, what comedians did you look up to or movies or TV shows? Or... Uh, well, you know, I, I
1: like a lot of, uh, well, I, let's just start with the ones mainstream. Um, I like uh, Dave Chappelle, of, of course. course uh, yeah. Corey Holcomb is my favorite comic. Corey Holcomb? Uh, Corey Holcomb. You, I don't know if you, I've ever heard of Never one. heard of Corey? No. Yeah, you should look him up, man. Okay. Real funny. He like... Uh, Raw. He was real raw, when I, and you know he was saying things that I didn't know I can say as a comic. So right. it's kind of inspirational. Uh, so I, uh, Corey Holcomb, Chris Rock, very clever. He up there is one of my oh, yeah, favorite. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I like a lot of. Uh, comics that's uh underground now. Them them my favorite comics now. Oh,
0: okay. Now, so. Any uh names that you could throw out there? I'd well, love I love to check out underground comics. Might not even come on my show. So. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely. Um well, my favorite, one of my favorites is this comic named Old School Thaddeus man. He's from Milwaukee. Okay. And he liked the first comic that I kind of, like, uh, looked up to, and, and, and he set a bar for me. Oh. And he was making everybody laugh in the city. He was hilarious. He was like my standard, you know. And uh, he had his own style, everything. Funny as hell, man. Okay. He's still doing comedy, too. A lot of, uh, In Milwaukee? Cl- yeah, okay. he do a lot of clean shows now. But oh. that was, like, the first comic that I, that gave me a standard. So I, I always say he my favorite. So
0: how old were you when you started getting into comedy? <sighs> Wow, I got out the army when I was about, say,
1: I've been doing it about 11 years now. So, yeah, about 29.
0: Oh, 29. Yeah, okay. 29. So, tell me, like, you talked about this in your stand-up a little bit, but you said that you got married at age 20, your wife was only 18, and then, this was interesting, you said you have an on-again, off-again marriage? <laughs> so, I've never heard of an on-again, off-again marriage. I've heard of on-again, off-again <laughs> relationships, but not, ma- and then, is this when you had kids? Like or, You'll have yeah, to explain the story. Dude,
1: it's crazy, uh, and... I got married twice to the same woman, uh, you know, make a long wow. story. Yeah, nobody really, well, I heard some people does it, you know. I'm yeah, either the no, smartest I, or the dumbest man in the world.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I was saying okay. kind of
1: dumb right now. So you sorry,
0: actually right. got divorced. I got divorced. And how old was your, did you have a, uh, one of your kids? Yeah, school?
1: my daughter that uh, just came by, she's uh, 16 now. But when we got a divorce, I think she was four or five then. Wow. So, yeah, we got married. Yeah. We was together for about five years split up and was divorced for about five or six and then got back together
0: wow so it's like but that's like every kid's <laughs> fantasy right like it's the kids like i want mommy and daddy to get back together and it's yeah, like yeah yeah all right yeah. you're getting your wish this year yeah yeah
1: so you know that was and i had a son too uh when we were split up yeah. so and then we get back together so people would be like hold on how you have a kid uh, when you wasn't with your wife, then you got a kid. You know, like It's a long story. Okay?
0: <laughs> hey, life is not always the Brady Bunch. It's not always perfect. It's exactly. going to be messy sometimes. So right. you, you guys just grew up, you know, you grew apart, and then you grew back and together. And then grew back together, that's yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it sounds like you're probably too young when you first got married yeah, in the first place. Yeah, so. um,
1: oh, When I think about just how I thought, you know, I didn't even yeah. have the right mind frame to be yeah. with someone. So. Well,
0: that's yeah. good. So And then when did you move to Arizona?
1: I just moved here actually last year and um. June okay. last June
0: yeah so and then you said you got into stand-up comedy 11 years ago so do you remember like how or why like what <laughs> like you have to have yes. a story about your first performance oh, definitely
1: right? well like, how I got into stand-up it's crazy like I said I just got out of the military I always uh been like a likes telling stories and being like a funny type, good personality guy. But uh-huh. I, I, never, I never thought about doing stand-up comedy.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, when I got out the Army, I was staying with my mother-in-law, me and my wife. We didn't get a, a place yet. And um, she was dating this guy who was a stand-up comedian. And he used to always come over and, you know, try to tell his jokes and all of that stuff. And, and so my mother-in-law, she was like, my son. she always used to say, my son, funny, you should get some jokes from him, blah, blah, blah. So uh, one day, uh, my wife was, uh, me and my wife had a little argument, and she was like, well, we going to uh, my mama's friend comedy show, and I want you to come. And I didn't want to go. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go. I know. Uh-huh. But I ended up going. She talked me to go, and I was sitting there pounding and shit. And as I was watching the show, I mean, I had an epiphany. Like, I'm watching it. This was kind of like one of the foulest shows i ever seen in my life. But everybody in the audience was laughing. I mean, laughing. I w- I'm, not, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was like a scene off the Twilight Zone or something. Like, Whoa. why am
0: I not the only one? You because you're every- thinking, like, I'm funnier than this guy, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah,
1: I was, well, I, I didn't do comedy at this point. I was just thinking, yeah.
0: I can do this shit yeah. probably better than right. that. You know, yeah. so
1: that day, I, I went home. I thought Damn. about I couldn't even sleep. I was wow. like, you know, I'm about to start doing. I mean, I felt it that strongly. That's why I haven't quit yet. You know, yeah. um, uh, it's been a rough road, but that feeling, yeah, it's still it's still there. You know, and uh, I planted the seed, and it's been awesome. growing since then. You know, yeah. so yeah, that that's pretty much how I got started. The next day, I pretty much got going, and shortly after that, that's when I split up with my wife and stuff. So yeah, it was oh. crazy. that was a crazy time. So
0: then, did you do like a, your open an open mic for what, your first time? I'm assuming <laughs> or.
1: No, okay. The first time I actually, I was telling everybody, I want, I'm gonna do comedy, you know. Yeah. So my cousin, he was doing music at the time, and his name is Plaz Brown. Shout out to Plaz, P L A Z. He just got a job shooting pictures for. Uh, San Francisco 49ers.
0: Oh, nice! That yeah. sounds like a dream.
1: Job. Oh, yeah, uh Union Visuals. Wrong team. We but, create uh, visuals. It's his production company cool. now. But um he was doing um, music, and uh, I'm like, man, let me open up for y'all show. You know, I was begging him. He's like, yeah, cuz I got you, I got you. So they put me on the show, and I ain't no shit about doing stand up, so I got real drunk and all of that, and oh, I was shit. slurring. And, <laughs> man, they put me up there, and. Turned the music on on me. And I was, you know, I was drunk. I put a lot of effort into this material so my feelings was hurt. It was like the movie Hustle & Flow. Like, hold on, man. Y'all just go turn the music on. So I tried to beat the DJ up. No bullshit. Oh, shit. They threw me out the club. I was fighting with security. I ended up going to jail that night, dude. I went to jail.
0: Put this it like is this. one of the worst first comedy experiences worst I've ever
1: had. Put it like wow. this, long story short. I can remember being in a jail cell telling my jokes to, my, to the cellmate. <laughs> like, this is what <laughs> I was finna say, man. Listen to this. And he said back like... Oh, man, you funny,
0: man. <laughs> you shouldn't even be in here with me.
1: No bullshit. Oh, that, sure. that was the first, my That's first hilarious. show. No oh. lie. I
0: mean, you can laugh at it now. It was quite kind of scary at the time. To to oh, I was
1: pissed, oh, man. It sure. was, you know, but uh, I, yeah. Right. So it was a lot of things that could have stopped me. That should have stopped me right there, but I kept going. I yeah. used it as fuel. So then
0: did you eventually try the open mic scene? then?
1: Um, well, see, the thing is, in Milwaukee, they really didn't have a big comedy scene. So ah. I what after that happened, um, they used to have like showcase shows and I have to beg the promoter, can I can I get a couple minutes? Ah. You know, or I, I'm new. So I started off like that. It was the promoter named Bernard Brown. It's just jokes entertainment. He used to do a show every Friday and he'd let me get like two or three minutes and I was up there cussing and blah blah blah. Fuck you, fuck that. You know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and so uh uh uh, one day I was leaving out. I was about to quit. This is no lie. I was about to quit after that. I was like, you know what? That shit ain't for me, man. And he came up to me like, hey, t dot, come here, man. He was like, you funny. I mean, I could still hear them two words right wow. there. That's what cat. He said, you're funny, but you don't say nothing that uh, the audience can relate to. He was like, come back next week and say something that the audience can. I swear, I was finna quit. I was out the huh. door to quit comedy and he stopped me and said that Bernard Brown I will never forget that so uh wow
0: yeah, isn't it funny how those just like uh, the occasional like random comments, yeah. or words of encouragement, like people don't know man. that, like I probably has no idea that he like ha, you know changed your mind. Oh, I told him a lot of I'll times. Okay, I tell him like, bro, if
1: it wasn't for you, man, I, I you know I was gonna I was gonna be done. You shot yeah. confidence through me that through, the, and I came back talking about him the next week and shit, oh, and it okay. worked too. You know, it worked. So, so. you
0: tried to be, be more relatable. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay.
1: You know, I was talking about. First 48 shows on TV. I, I, remember, I, I forget what I said, but I, I made it more relatable. Okay. And that, that kind of helped me as a writer, you yeah. know, coming along. Because that's
0: one thing I feel like is kind of your strength, in my opinion, is that, you're, I mean, you're relatable, but you're also. Like we were saying before the the interview, uh, before we started the recording, was just that how your your stuff is more original. Right. Like you're you're more you're not the same old stuff. Right. That's why I, that's what drew me uh, to you. Is yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, I went and saw you and, and Sydney Smith, the other comedian, and you guys were funny. The, the other comedians, I mean, it was nothing against them, right? Because the audience was laughing a lot, but right. I was kind of like, okay, I've kind of heard this, I kind of know this story, but right. you, your jokes were kind of going like over here, yeah. like oh, I didn't know I was going to do that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I really I thought that was cool about your style. So yeah. you didn't go too too relatable to where it's just, yeah.
1: Combination of things. Combination. Uh, Like I told you, uh, Chicago comics, man, they Mm -hmm. are very clever and uh, I came up under a lot of clever comics and then um, um, one thing I learned about doing comedy is uh, uh, you got to separate. you you looking for somebody that's different, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes me different from other comics is I'm me and they're them, in my opinion. So I, telling my story is the difference. So mm-hmm. if I talk about myself, nobody can talk about yourself more than you. Right. Nobody knows the depths of you more than you, the embarrassing moments, the angry moments. Right. They're easy to articulate. So I just try to, uh, I think a lot of comics uh, try to say what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And they sign, mm-hmm. it comes off like that, you know, like, oh, I heard that. Or, right. I knew he was going there. Yeah. But when you're talking about yourself, don't nobody know your life, mm-hmm. know you, you know, what you feel. And I think that's that's a better approach. Hmm. You know? so, that's
0: interesting. Yeah, so and it right is relatable and... because your life is very, uh, real, I mean, you're married, you have right, kids, and right. those are all things that people can relate right, to. And right. then, So did you ever talk about the military you know, yeah, um, Tell me about that. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know that you were in the military. Yeah, which um, branch? Army. Okay.
1: And I joined the army August twentieth, two thousand and one. So like, oh. a week and a half later. Well, that was right 9/11. before
0: <laughs> September. <11th. laughs> right, like that, that, fucking that's fucking crazy. Some crazy yeah. Timing. yeah, I'm
1: laying in the bunk and Damn. this uh, white guy, his name Nottingham, he ran upstairs. We're going to
0: fucking war. Yeah, like he wanted to go. Yeah, to I'm camp. like, what
1: the hell are you <laughs> talking about? And this black dude was behind him like. These fools then uh, ran into the towers, man. Uh, we going to war, and n- no doubt. Uh, eleven. I got to my unit, and I—I I wasn't even in basic training yet when that happened. Yeah. Um, I got to basic training, did that AIT, got to my unit. I was only there eleven months, and pew, right to Iraq.
0: Wow. Yeah. How long do you have to be in Iraq
1: for? Uh, by almost a year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: And then was that, do you have to do any other tours or was that the only one?
1: No, nah, that was the only one okay. I did. Um, and I was going to stay in after that, but my wife didn't want me to stay in. She took the deployment pretty hard, you know. Oh, and, uh, oh so
0: you were married at the time. At,
1: yeah, I got okay. divorced after that, you know, okay. You know, when I went crazy from going to the war, according to her.
0: Oh, is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. Did you have that like PTSD? Yeah, stuff? yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> I was kind of snappy and shit. So that shit is real. Yeah. yeah. No, no.
0: My brother was in, he did Iraq, a tour in Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan. And like, yeah, I mean, It seems like everybody that goes there, they come back a little different. Maybe not full PTSD, but they come back a little messed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because
1: it was a – man, that was a huge – that was different for me. I never went through no shit like that. I lived in a hood and all of that before. I heard gunshots, but people wasn't shooting at me, shit. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And they didn't have bombs, too. Yeah, that's scary. So was it just
0: kind of the fear of – something could happen or did something actually happen in Iraq that you Uh, witnessed?
1: um, Yeah, I witnessed a lot of stuff. I was in a medical unit. And so I saw a lot of like, did you volunteer for that? I I wasn't a medic. I was, I just was like operations. I was attached to a medical unit, but uh, yeah, I saw a lot of boys. Well, yeah, everybody volunteers. (laughs) We all volunteer, but yeah, I saw a lot of boys. Don't they,
0: or they place you in a certain uh, like I'd be like the potato peeler, guy. right? They're not right. gonna put me on the front lines, I'd get burned, oh, you, so.
1: you'd be surprised. Uh, well, people on the front line need to eat potatoes too, so you can be <laughs> the front line potato <laughs> okay, peeler, well, dressing <laughs> do, Yeah,
0: but so I mean, so that you're doing the medical stuff, so you're seeing yeah. all sorts of gruesome oh, stuff. And yeah, I we was, ugh. um, yeah, the, I couldn't do that.
1: We was actually the first medical unit to cross over uh, the berm when um, President Bush gave the order for us to go. Yeah, I oh. was the first. Over there, yeah. So yeah, it was pretty scary. I saw a lot of, a lot of shit. Yeah,
0: and then do, is there ever a point where you just can you tell them like, hey, this is like giving me nightmares, or this is too? They're just like, man up and do it, or what? Like, uh,
1: what when when I was out there,
0: yeah, like with the, when you're in the medical unit, it, it's at some point can you. Has to be transferred To a different
1: like, oh, um, Job or something I, you know, Cause that
0: sounds like One of the worst things For me uh, You
1: know what I never thought of Well you can But it's after Your contract is up uh, They go like Yeah okay. you can transfer In yeah. three years Motherfucker That's a <laughs> This contract <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, you go? They be pretty much here? own you for those. Three. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. They do yeah. whatever they want. Okay, oh,
0: yeah. awesome. Well, so you got out of that. You got in one piece. So that's good. Oh, um, yeah, so I noticed that. Uh, so yeah. So you were, and you were saying that with the because I was going to ask you if you were kind of the funny guy in yeah. your group of friends, but you said you're kind of not.
1: Not well, you know. um I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of pick my mom. I'm not like Kevin Hart funny where he just every time you see him, he just funny. I don't know. I just I guess I pick my moments okay. you know, um, yeah. like that. But for the most part, you wouldn't even know I did comedy unless I told you mm-hmm. or saw me at a show. I'm just quiet and shit. I'm pretty observant, though. I be mm-hmm. observing shit all yeah. the time. So I think that's where it. Comes
0: from, so know. it's more just like preparing the jokes and then doing all the comedy on stage. Because yeah. when you have the script, it's easier for you than oh, to definitely. be like on the fly.
1: Definitely, I'm okay. I'm I'm more of a yeah scripted comic yeah scripted comic gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you
0: practice things a lot. Oh yeah, and rehearse oh, yeah. it. Okay, mm-hmm. I noticed like one thing in your in your comedy that was really stood out. You have this kind of like signature smile, like you're <laughs> smiling the whole time. Like when you tell the jokes, you're always like you got this really big smile. Is that something like you practiced and developed, or are you just naturally like a smiley guy?
1: Naturally smiley, you know. Okay. Um, I can't even help it. You know, I um somebody called me when i was in the army i was always smiling my drill sergeant called me a happy apple looking motherfucker one night <laughs>
0: what? happy what
1: apple i don't know apple, a, happy yeah apple. like a, a apple is happy i don't know Look, you're always smiling you're happy <laughs> apple looking yeah okay. so i don't know it's just i don't know i'm just it's a smiler <laughs> um
0: so your joke writing process so it sounds like you do rehearse a lot and you write this so what inspires you to kind of start And then how does the joke go from the beginning up to where we see it on stage? Is there, like, take me through the process?
1: Oh, well, um, (laughs) well, how I get material, mostly it it comes from a a number of things. Um, Something that happened to me. um, A lot of times when I'm feeling bad about something, that's the best material in the world. If I can get over my emotions, you know, like I just uh, was working and I lost my job and shit. And I just moved out here, so... I'm trying to do comedy now to make money, but uh, I need a job, too. So oh. that was pretty stressful for me. So yeah. I had to think about that. You know, I found some uh, material in that. And then, um, I don't know, as far as the punchline process, that might, um, the, punchline, uh, the process of getting to the punchline, maybe I might have <laughs> it already, or, or or maybe it's just a story uh, that don't have no punchline. It's just maybe a funny story about me. Um uh, and then um, I don't know man I just I just pick parts of it that I know people will laugh at and practicing in the mirror?
0: Practice in the mirror. Okay. Uh,
1: how I know that something is funny? I get this tingly feeling in my stomach. Like I just and I know. I okay. know people go, huh. "I know it." You know, I've been Like bit, it makes
0: you laugh. Uh,
1: not really make me laugh. Yeah, in a sense, but uh, I know it's entertaining and it's comedy is more about making people feel a certain way um I believe and the laughter comes with that um um if you talk about stuff that that like a guy told me that people can relate to um mm-hmm. and they and I know people go feel a certain way about a subject then I, I go on it. and mm-hmm. if I can get them to feel a certain way then I can get them to laugh you know okay you know, so that-
0: sometimes it seems like maybe you try to push the boundaries a little bit like do you ever worry about joke being too controversial you know
1: um now you have to you know at at first I didn't and I wish I still had that gunslinger joke mentality when I first started when I didn't give a fuck about what I said Mm -hmm. but um no, no, I try to walk the I don't know, I try to walk the line a little bit cuz you can say things that offend the shit out of people, you know. Mm. And I I try to stay away from topics that I know are offensive, but you really can't, you know. Yeah. You really can't um so that's why I say I stick to talking about me. If yeah. I make it about me then right. it's kind of like Right. True, yeah. Uh, cuz you talk about
0: some other people you might make yeah. people met, like, Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, I don't even, I'd never talk politics hardly because yeah, I feel no. like it's just so divisive. Yeah, so, like
1: you know. divide the room, especially yeah. if you start off talking about that yeah, stuff. You no, divide the true. room Definitely, right yeah. away.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so do you ever, like, run the jokes by like your wife or somebody else to try to like test them to see like, oh maybe like you you do think a joke is funny, but then you're like, ooh, and then your wife's like, I wouldn't tell that. Or yeah,
1: anything. I actually run everything by her. You know, oh, okay. We sit up in there and I'll be like, when she wanna hear it, sometimes she have an attitude. I don't want to hear that shit tonight. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I run jokes by her and, and her opinion is good. Um she even comes up with funny stuff for me sometimes. Oh. I take some of it and scrap the rest. But uh she yeah she got a good ear and eye for comedy And, um, yeah, I I always – that's who I run my jokes by, a lot of them. Mm
0: -hmm. That's very cool. So Mm -hmm. um, what is the biggest or, like, the best show that you've ever done? Anything that stands out for you?
1: Ooh, wow. I did some great shows. Um, I did a lot of shows with comics that I uh, always wanted to do them with. But I don't know. I wouldn't say that was my best. I would say the show that stood out the most for me, that's most memorable – uh, you ever seen the movie Grand Torino? Oh yeah, I um, yeah. love yeah. that movie. So one of my buddies, he uh he was in that movie, his name is oh. Elvis Tahoe. you know, okay. he uh Mongolian. Oh, uh, he was Hmong, and um oh. and he had a movie release party after he he was one of the, the gang members, you oh, know. very whatever. cool, wow. So he had a movie release party, it was free food, free liquor, and he called me up, like, um T Dot, you know, want to do some comedy at my shit? I was like, Yeah, hell yeah, you know. I mean, I'm excited. I walk in there though, like, and I was a younger comic then. I walk in the, in the club, the whole fucking audience is all Asian. <laughs> and okay. There's little white people sprinkled around. I never did <laughs> no comedy in front of all Asian people. I was, <laughs> man, listen, I was scared. And I brought a couple of my homeboys with me. So they knew, they felt me. They looked at me and they're like, Man, what the fuck you finna say up there? They was laughing, and you know, and you didn't know
0: it was gonna be. I
1: didn't know. I just, you know, oh man. That Where was... what
0: was this in Phoenix or Milwaukee? no? This was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, okay. yeah.
1: And uh, man, but I went up there. I re- I remember the first joke I said, like, God damn, I feel like Chris Tucker on Rush Hour Five or some shit. <laughs> Do y'all understand the words coming out my mouth? And they start, they fell out laughing, and that broke the ice. And then I just ran wow. my shit. And the reason why I, like, I say that show is one, because that showed me that people is people, man. You know, people yeah. laugh at comedy. Mm-hmm. If you're funny, people are going to laugh. It yeah. don't matter if they're white, black. It don't fucking matter. Man, woman, kids, old, young. If you're funny, people are going to laugh.
0: No, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you think of that rush hour thing just right before? Like- right
1: before. Yeah. It just came. <laughs> I, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that came in my head, and they laughed. So, uh, yeah, that show stands line. out. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's funny. Okay. Um, Any other... Uh, or any other, any, I think you performed with Ari Spears, but is there other famous yeah. comedians that you've performed with or next to? Or
1: Yeah, yeah. Ari Spears, one, uh, Mike Epps, Lavelle oh. Crawford, Cheryl Underwood. You know, she on that TV show The View now. Um, wow. Ah, uh, shit.
0: You got any stories with those people? Any Little interesting Duval. interactions? Or was it kind of um, just professional hello, goodbye kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, they really don't. They don't fuck with us too much. I uh, do uh, really? I know. I I remember one time when I first did it. Sh- I did a show with Little Duval back in the day. and He a cocky motherfucker, right? You know, he really. really yeah. Oh man, I like him though. He real funny. And um, uh, I was on stage. Uh, you know, I first of all I couldn't wait to perform with him. I'm like Little
0: Duval. You know, I'm not sure I know who that.
1: Guy Little Duval, living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you. He made that song. Oh,
0: okay. I'll have to check that
1: out. What? You never heard that no, song? No, I don't. Oh my guy was the number one song in the mirror. What's up with you, Chuck? I what you know. been? I
0: know. I <laughs> know. Little well, Dubar,
1: uh, I don't old. know. He haven't done really a lot of movies, but he a real funny stand-up comic. Okay. But check him. Look him up. Yeah. You you know what I'm talking
0: about. But he was kind of
1: cocky? Uh, oh, very cocky. And um, when I was on stage, you know, I'm trying to do my best up there, and um and, uh, you know, trying to be funny because I'm on the show with him. And as soon as he get on right to me, he like, man, he started just ripping me. Man, this motherfucker, this, this, and that. And I'm like, oh, oh really? I was, man, I was hurt, man. You know, and, wow. and that's when I knew, you know, um, you know, shit. Damn,
0: people that
1: sucks. don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he was mad because I was up there a little long, so oh. I didn't know they do that. I thought it was all funny and we we're all friends, but yeah. hell no, it's like a competition. Don't they do a
0: red light or something when it's? Yeah,
1: out, uh, nobody was lighting me. I just oh. was. I was killing it though, and he just, you know, he he was like, "Get the oof the fuck off. <laughs> this is my show. You know, Jeez. they come to see me. That's how. uh Yeah, that's wow. how a lot of headliners okay. be. You, really? you. that's a no no in the comedy game. You know, you don't. If the show ain't about you, well, you know, you yeah. do your time and get off, you know. Okay.
0: So, you know. so Mike Epps, like, isn't that the guy from The Hangover? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy's, like, really, he's been a lot of stuff.
1: Oh, Mike Epps, yeah. Um, I did a show with him in Milwaukee, uh, this promoter, um, Drack James Eason. You know, he uh, was fine to me. And he put me on a big theater show with him, Valentine's Day laugh hmm. So, yeah, that was nice, Mike So Epps. he's pretty cool, pretty nice um, guy? I, You know what? <laughs> I didn't even get to meet him and shit. I didn't even go live. Oh, lie. really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I told you, they treat us like peasants. I'm the opening act. I'm like, they like, hey, Mike Epps is uh, uh, finna come. Y'all got to get him back. I'm like, hey, I'm on the show. Not anymore. Move. Go in the audience oh, or something. Geez. So yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I thought, like, the comedians had the the green room. Or, like, when I interviewed Craig Gas like, I actually got to go back in the green room. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, I'm actually in the green room. There's, yeah, like, the other yeah. comedians. And, well, uh,
1: in the theater shows, people had their own okay, dressing rooms. Different. So I had my own little dressing oh. room. that was. What, it was like the broom closet So that's cool. Shit. It's like a bigger show then. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. But, you know, you want to meet the celebrities yeah, be, and shit yeah. like that. I know.
0: guess they're in a, they're busy. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, tell me about your manager, Kurt Sh- Sharky. Is that a thing? <laughs> Who are Kurt Sharky?
1: <laughs> yeah that's actually me sir. oh okay yeah
0: <laughs> so is, it, tell me, is there like a story behind like do you actually use that voice and pretend you're a manager i do man i really? do
1: because <laughs> like i said the comedy is so crazy man and and when you don't got representation sometimes or haven't been on certain platforms. It really don't matter how funny you are. People not going to take you serious, and they not going to fuck with you. So I'm calling comedy clubs, acting like I'm my manager. Like,
0: hi, uh, my name is Kurt Sharkey. Uh, Yeah, I'm with uh, Wisconsin Prolific Entertainment, uh, LLC, and I have this funny comic man named Dot Kingsby.
1: You know, I'm calling comedy clubs. Sounds like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Right, kind of, but it sounds kind of like an old man to, you know, the (laughs) frog. And they believe you, right? So I called this one club one day. I'll never forget this. Um,
0: How many times have you done this? Ah,
1: oh, man, a lot of back really? when I was in Milwaukee, I was doing it a lot, right? So I'll call across the country trying to get myself booked. So I call this club in Milwaukee called Bonkers and shit. It's connected to a, a strip club. And um, I'm like, yeah, I'm running the Kurt Sharky spill and shit. And they like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I got uh, T. Kingsby. They're like, whoa, whoa, T. Kingsby. Whoa, whoa. No, we don't want that guy here. I almost broke character like why the fuck now <laughs> <laughs> yeah they know you or what? I don't know I never knew what that was about huh. you know uh, so, yeah that bothered maybe me maybe
0: they knew you were fucking with them and they were fucking with you no back.
1: I, I don't think so uh, I think I had them okay. going I think huh. I, you know what I never thought about that they probably <laughs> did shit
0: so that's actually has that gotten you some gigs though like saying um, that you're this old man manager
1: did like? Kurt no Kurt never I never got any gigs from Kurt but oh. you know um, I was talking to people that was good enough for me they was talking to me. Like, I was really a manager and shit. Like, yeah, if you get this together and do that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So,
0: (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. Like, (laughs) does that kind of shit happen a lot? I've never heard of stuff
1: like the associate, like
0: like a movie or like a TV show. Whippy Goldberg, the associate, that's what came
1: up with the idea. She was like her own boss or some shit, yeah. Yeah. So, I said, you know what, I'm a I'd be my own So what manager. if they
0: want to, like, meet I, You Kirk, know what? Would you, like, put on a disguise and, like, go out there, <laughs> oh, I'm Kurt Turkey, and then... I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. I never thought
1: that far ahead. <laughs> well, so if
0: you need me to pretend to be a manager, the- I, yeah. can, I can help Good you out Good looking out, so, Chuck. Cool. Good looking up. All right. So 2013, uh, that was, like, six years ago. I yeah. Think that, was that your first... That, was that... Was Roleplay the first... It was... Anyways, you did a movie in 2013 mm-hmm. called Roleplay. Yeah. It's uh, It's available free on Amazon Prime. And I, I thought, oh, he's just going to be, like, a, you know, like a mailman or something in it, like, you know, a uh, delivery guy number yeah. two, but no, you were like the star <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. granted it's an indie low budget yeah. movie, but I mean, I watched the whole thing and I, I enjoyed it. I thought, it was, I thought you did a really good job. Thank you, you play man. a merry guy. Um, and I guess what what, what would you how to describe? It? It's a body switch comedy. Right, right. First of all, it's not the all, most original idea, but it was original. I've never seen it done with a married couple. Right, so it right. It's kind right. of interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. So first of all, shout out to Kent Jameson for writing it. Um, my man Ruben Whitmore for giving me uh the shout out. He was the director. Uh Kelly Kales, my co star, Digester, Dasha Kelly. Shout out to all of them. D Rock, um, uh Gigolo Jackson. Shout out to all of them. But um, yeah, uh, that Was an interesting movie when I first read the script. I'm like, uh, this is like Freaky Friday, you know, almost, yeah, but uh, or vice versa, right? Or big right, or any of those, but the marriage part of it, uh, that that's what kind of drew me into it. Like, oh, this might be different because they're together. And you know, I've been, I'm a theater major, I went to college oh. for uh, theater, oh. and so uh, you know, I you know, me having to act like a woman, uh, it was kind of difficult, but I looked into that training. It was just like, I didn't want to be like, a – I I wanted to be like. Me and a wo- a woman in my body versus just being a uh, flamboyant. And, right. Uh, so right. I, I was trying my best to just do little subtle. So were woman you? Yeah. Things. Were
0: you guys trying to like mimic each other? Like, were you trying to mimic the, the female actress? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was. I was looking at little stuff that she would do, and she was telling me like, "Well, you know, look like this, sit like this, you know, put your hands between your mm-hmm. legs, you know, just little s- subtle things, you know." Yeah. 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 I, didn't,
0: I didn't know. So you are a theater major, and that was before even the up uh, yeah. bulb hit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go to college?
1: U uh, W M University of Wisconsin in milwaukee i got okay. my um bachelor's in theaters arts bill watson my theater instructor oh, cool. rebecca Holden did is. uh
0: did the army pay for that hopefully yeah nice. hell yeah Very they cool. did
1: something for me so,
0: so yeah that was a weird so in that movie though there's a weird there's a weird line so shout out to this writer because there was some pretty actually clever yeah. writing in that movie but there's this was like one of the funniest lines or like just so random too like uh-huh. you come home and you're like, your wife thinks that you're cheating on her. So she's like, asked to like smell your dick. Yeah, yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of anything well, like that. Yeah. It, was that like something from his own experience? Or uh, like... Well, black
1: women do that shit. Always, <laughs> oh, they huh? do? Yes. They'd be like, let okay. me smell. And it better not smell like too much soap. Or it better not. It better just smell like a funky ball smell or something. I don't know.
0: Because <laughs> if it smells like soap, that's suspicious. That means like you, you clean something it, Yes, off. yes. And if it smelled like, and then I think what she said in the movie, if it smelled like latex, obviously <laughs> that's a <dead> giveaway <laughs> yes, too. So, yes. okay,
1: interesting. Yes, smell that huh. cock. Yes, yes. yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you, you also you watched a movie uh, in the in the within the movie you watched a porn. It was called GI Ho. <laughs> uh, and maybe it's because I used to work in a middle school, or I'm just immature, but I just I love fake porn. Movie titles? Yeah. Did you guys have a list that you worked with to narrow down to that one? Yes, we
1: had a list. Uh, Okay, you
0: got to tell me the ones that didn't make the cut. uh, (laughs) What what was it? I
1: think I said them on there. Call of Booty was on there. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, uh, Austin Powerballs, I believe. (laughs) Uh, It was another Uh, one, too. I remember those, too. Uh, G.I. Ho, Austin Powerballs. I forgot the other yeah. one I remember Those that
0: are thing. Uh, those, sto- <laughs> those are Like they don't Really have those anymore Because of the internet Yeah I know It's just everything But they used to have Actually film titles And a video You'd have to, yeah. go, yeah. you have to go Through those like Weird little doors <laughs> In the video store And be all embarrassed And then Space
1: you, balls. You know yeah. What I'm <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah Yeah Pick out all these weird Titles It was really embarrassing So then uh, 2017 you did a movie Called Life of the Party
1: Life of the Party Tell me yeah. about
0: that I didn't see that one Because I don't know If that's available Yeah that You movie, said it was on Vimeo Yeah or? that movie Is on oh, okay. Vimeo
1: now And um um, it, yeah I love that uh because i um played a actually a pedophile not a pedophile I molested oh. my cousin, oh and that it's like was a serious movie? yeah it oh, was geez. it was pretty serious it's based uh it was a wedding based you know the whole scene is based at a wedding reception and um and I came from out of town and had molested my cousin and I was going to her weddings trying to surprise her then Make her forgive me. So it was something that I, I thought, you know, I, you know, w- helped my acting chop. Something I never yeah. did before, you know. And I, you know, I, I'm kind I want to dive into those roles as an actor. Yeah. So I was very interested. No, in I doing think that's that cool. Part, when- you
0: know? when for, like Jim Carrey and Bill Murray will do these serious. Relations. Yeah. Like yeah. it really, I mean, it, you know, I know like probably a lot of their fans are like, no, we just want to see you be funny. But yeah. I think it, like you said, it really helps your acting. Jobs yeah. And then and it can help you be funnier. Definitely. Too, it's, so. it's
1: funny. You mentioned Jim Carrey. He did some movie when he was a detective and, um, and, yeah. uh, Europe or something like that. Uh, it's true crime. Uh, he did, he did really well. I, I was, yeah, if I could talk to him, I'd be like, dude, I was fucking proud. Cause he had fucking, com- I mean, uh, uh, you know, he a, a yeah. physical comic, yes. you know, so... You, well, Robin
0: Williams, too, has also done yes. some very dark roles. Oh,
1: uh, but he, I don't know, he's a... That was one of my first favorite yeah. act. Mork and Mindy came <laughs> on right after the cartoon, so I always loved Robin Williams. But he, oh, uh, man, he's been doing those kind of roles since early in his career. Jim, kind of, like, later on. Yeah. yeah, Robin Williams, yeah, bad dude. But yeah, go ahead, i talk about them all well, day. I, no, but
0: I think, like, do you think that that's... Uh, there's some... There's a piece of that, because I think a lot of comedians are deep down somewhat dark and i mean so many comedians Definitely. have died early yeah. drug overdoses yeah. they've they've struggled with depression and addiction all that stuff mm-hmm. so i mean i think that's kind of a piece of their like why they are comedians right, right? i mean right. do you have any of that stuff going oh, on oh
1: yeah yeah um <clears throat> man uh like i said uh, i try to dig into the dark stuff um yeah so i don't lose my mind and and talk about it hmm. um because it hurts i mean like if you can talk if you can get over the hurtful stuff and explain it and people be like, Oh, I feel like that too. Uh, And I I, I went to the Shakespeare intensive course, when I was in college and we did a weekend with these weird ass Shakespeare people, but they was brilliant. Right. And this one guy, Kevin, he talked about as an artist, uh, what we do is, uh, we stick our hand in the fire, you know, and a, a doctor can tell you, you know, medically what happens when you do that. And, uh, Biologists might say this and that. But an actor's job is to actually do it and tell tell the world oh. this is how it feels. Right. So that's what we do as actors. So I try to use that pain and stuff and, and, and put it out there like that. I try to remember that even when I'm feeling shit, you know, in life. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's helping me be a better artist, you know. Yeah, it, no, it, yeah, I mm-hmm. think
0: that helps get people through stuff too, mm-hmm. a lot of time. and it get you through it. If it's, right. it's a tough time, you can right. laugh about it. That's right. awesome. Definitely. Um, so then yeah, you got a couple other movies coming up. Uh tell me about the uh, or the you said the disconnection notice is actually out now? Yeah, I, okay. you know, I
1: thought have it was streaming out. on Amazon Prime
0: now. Oh, that it one sh- is on there. It too? should be okay. on there. I'll have to yeah, check that um, out. And then there's another one called It's Cold Up North. Is that out or is that coming out? It's
1: Cold Up North. Yeah, that's a movie. Uh that should be out already. That that might be on YouTube already. Okay. Damn, I don't even know what's streaming that like I'm That's Man, okay. I did it so long no, we'll ago. check
0: it out. We'll but, look we'll look for that. And then is there any other acting work that you have?
1: Um, yeah, the, yeah um, I did, uh, a web series called Mad Black Man with, uh, uh, Pierre, Pierre Edwards, oh, a okay. uh, comic, uh, you know, a movie star comic was in, uh, How to Be a Player wow. and BAPS. Wow. And we did a web series, Mad Black Man. It's on Daily Motion. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty good I'll have to check good. that one out yeah, too. That's Very cool. Little, so that sounds we did like a few episodes. How that. do you
0: get involved in these? Do people reach out to you or well, you, you call know, up as a manager or Well
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, I Kurt wasn't working, but yeah. uh yeah, people, you know, just doing work and um and see, somebody see you in something and you know, yeah, you'll be good for this and oh, that's awesome. Pretty much. I like like I said, no representation. So you gotta get the jobs how they come.
0: Yeah, so I, you had a couple of jokes, um, the, um, a couple that I remember anyways. I don't know if you want to – you can either tell the joke, which I, I think is funny, but if you don't want to give away your jokes in the interview, uh, you could just tell me maybe the the process of how you came up with this joke. But uh, the best one was – the my favorite that made me laugh really hard was the – I'm not even sure how it starts, but it kind of ends at the heaven's gate. <laughs> where the <laughs> –
1: Hold on, is this the one about uh, 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 the guy? Uh, the
0: person died. Died. It was uh, like the gang fight. I mean, the whole thing was like, like genius. I you, love that. Yeah. So I don't know. If oh, you okay. Go uh, through the whole joke or just tell me the like how the hell did you come up with that it, whole thing? Is
1: or? this the uh, one about you go see people in heaven that you don't think should have made it there? Yes, yes, like
0: that.
1: yes. Oh, I said how? Uh, um, well, okay. I can come up. The whole process was I was at a funeral of somebody who I knew was a dirty motherfucker when they was alive. I mean, I yeah. knew him personally. And I'm just, you know, I'm a comic, man. I just think crazy. And I'm looking at yeah. this beautifully put-together obituary, all heavenly and And I'm like, this motherfucker wasn't <laughs> shit, man. Why is this... I was like, man, you an asshole. When you die, I don't think dying. If you die, if you're alive in an asshole and die, you know it shouldn't clean your slate. You're yeah, still, you're just a dead asshole. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so that just got my wheels to. Uh, <laughs> I started
0: laughing really. hard. I don't know if the rest of the audience was enjoying. I was laughing really hard because I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No, you're totally right. A
1: lot of people's slates are clean yeah, when I know they pass away. It's
0: not a, like the most uh, maybe PC thing to say, uh, but, but it's. it's it was, I'm glad truth. you didn't say the. Fu- hopefully, you didn't say at the funeral. But right, It's right. funny in the
1: stand-up comedy. Yeah, it is because yeah. it's true, and I know yeah. some people feel like that and um yeah like i said most of it is experience so i came i went to it and that thought came in my Mm -hmm. head and i just ran with it that's good um, yeah it's like
0: probably one of those things a lot of people think mm -hmm. but you're just like okay don't say that because that's probably but then you turn into a joke and it's like really funny right right yeah
1: so um, um and then um I think I said something about abortion or
0: something. Um,
1: because that joke was I was working on that. Oh, I said when I get to heaven.
0: Yeah, the, you said you got to heaven, then you saw this girl. Right,
1: right. So that was kind of like a two part joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah. I took this joke to a workshop one time, and uh, oh. I was acting. And I, I was, uh, I was head of a writing workshop in Milwaukee, and um, uh, and the thing was, you bring some material, and we will help you add oh, on to it, fix awesome. it. Yeah. Oh man, it's amazing. You get a, a if comics do that, man, we'll be brilliant. But yeah, because anyway. I feel
0: like there's not a lot of stuff like that. Oh
1: out man, there, so. we could, we could do it amongst because all you need is like uh, different thoughts. You right. come up with an idea and you tell them what you're doing. So that that was pretty much the process. I'm like I laid the joke out. This one I'm trying to go with it, and I it just picked their brains. And the guy came up to me like, uh, yeah, uh, his name Tom Johnson, comedian from mm-hmm. Milwaukee. He said, uh, uh yeah, you should because uh, I I was asking them. Uh, I'm trying to figure out people I see in heaven and and um, they shouldn't be there, you know. Yeah. And I couldn't think of that. He said the abortion oh, shit. Oh, that was his. Yeah, okay. he said, "Said she had
0: five abortions. I said, ah.
1: And then I just, you know, yeah. ran with it. Because that was really
0: funny. That, I laughed. Again, that might have been one where I was looking around, and I was like, I don't know if everyone else is laughing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They kind of, the audiences, a lot of audiences will kind of, majority are going to prefer more the more safe jokes oh, oh, but that yeah. joke made me laugh oh, yeah. really hard oh, like, yeah. i don't know if i was supposed to laugh but yeah, it right really it's
1: never so. safe but uh you know no, um, that was good. it's some people think about
0: you know? yeah and then like you <laughs> talked about the uh <laughs> i love i don't know what it is like sydney smith also had jokes about homeless people but you had some jokes about bums <laughs> in cold places <laughs> yeah. versus warm places yes like, yes yeah tell me about that <laughs> well, the differences like i
1: said i'm from wisconsin man and uh and I see the homeless people outside out there. It's cold as hell. Come to the gas station, and he was asking me for something. And I'm thinking, like, I asked the guy. I'm like, dude, uh, I, I actually had this conversation. I think I said it in a joke. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, um, um... Yo, family here? You ain't got no family? He's like, yeah, well, my whole family's here, man. I'm like, damn. I'm thinking they don't give a fuck about you. It's <laughs> crazy out here. Yeah. And then that's when I came up with, look, shit, man, if, since you living on the street, why not go to Miami and live on the street? Like, right. why yeah. would you stay here? The world well, is Hawaii? your oyster. Yeah. yeah. Where I is understood your that. So uh, I just, you know, thought about it in a joke form and kind of like yeah. put it out. Yeah, no,
0: there is a lot of bums in the warm places. If you've ever been to California. Right. Yeah, I that's Man. I mean, that's Hands a great to back. go. I saw a
1: be. homeless guy. He was reading a book actually with the other sign up. I'm like, God damn, he comfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what about female bums? Like.
1: Ah uh, that, That's what I said You don't see too many female Because number one Ain't no man finna let no woman Just walk the street With nowhere to live They go right. like, oh, oh you ain't gonna Know where to live, you gonna <laughs> live. Yeah. Take them clothes off And burn them You won't be needing them anymore <laughs> At least for two weeks now. <laughs> but, yeah, you never yeah. see the homeless woman alone. She got a bum boyfriend. Yeah, that
0: ruined her life. Right, right that <laughs>
1: fucked her life up. That's the only way you will see what.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so great, yeah. So, yeah, do do yourself a favor and see T. Dot, his stand-up, and he, he'll do those jokes probably oh, in definitely the entirety. Definitely. But um, is there any other jokes that are, like, kind of your favorites or – um, um, I
1: you, you know what I used to have this one joke where I I go up in a gay bar and um I was uh, dancing with a transvestite all night and didn't know it was a transvestite and end up getting in a fight with all the gay people but it 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 was so funny but now it's I can't oh. say it anymore it's like oh. you know all right, man I get canned for saying that really shit. yeah um yeah.
0: Yeah, that's have- interesting because I felt like people were real sensitive about that stuff but then it seemed like there's now people are coming around, so we can still laugh about right, things. like right. It's still a joke, because Dave Chappelle even talked about yeah, yeah. that in his stand-up. And so I think, you know, I yeah. Know. But yeah, it's is, it is kind of a touchy subject for but some yeah, people, like which I understand. Right, too, right. Yeah. You
1: know, you don't want to, like I said, I, I never try to uh, divide the audience, you know. No, I know totally. they might feel certain ways yeah. about something, but as long as they're feeling it, it's good. I don't no. want to divide them, though.
0: Right. Okay. Well, so I always end uh, on a cause uh, or charity and you didn 't say charity but you said your 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 cause in life is healthy eating which is a great cause Definitely. so tell me about uh healthy eating and how that can help people
1: yeah like like you said earlier when you watched the movie that I was in uh, some years back I was yeah. like forty pounds heavier um you know um as an entertainer man i i 've been noticing that you know they looking good is part of it you know people like to see somebody that look good so mm-hmm. i that was one reason I got into it but uh Also, you're more sharper when you eat the right stuff. Uh, You got more energy. Um, I don't get booked like I want to get booked now, but when I do get these rushes of shows, you need energy to do Mm -hmm. them, man. You need energy. And I know, like, I'm I'm trying to prepare myself. Like, if I get out here and I'm on the road every single week and three, four, four, five shows a weekend, I need energy to do that. I want to perform at a high level. And you got to take care of your body, man. I mean, that's numero uno in my life, man and i just try to like d- dive into what's natural to eat um and you know try not to stay try not to go into artificial stuff like that and yeah. just more natural and it's been working man like Good. you know in my um you know the whole entertainment process more energy sharper on stage um Body is leaning. now I got like a full pack too. You know, never had. <laughs> I was in the military and didn't yeah. have no abs.
0: So. Oh yeah, so don't they make you like work out and get in shape? They make you run and all that. Oh stuff? yeah, yeah.
1: I still run a lot My too. My brother came back
0: running when he was yeah, in the military, yeah, so. yeah. I,
1: I was in shape. Yeah, but, uh, very um, cool. A lot of running.
0: Well, um, you know, you've been in TV shows. You've got stand. You've got done tons of stand up. There sounds like there's more stuff in your future. Uh, you're on yeah, all the really. social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, yeah. T. YouTube. T. I think of a YouTube channel, U-
1: YouTube channel, yeah. yeah. Um, I I need to start being more into this internet stuff. I'm more like a, <laughs> yeah, I'm more yeah. like an old school guy. Put me on the stage. Sure. Uh, let me audition in front, whatever, monologues. I do all of that shit. But now it's the entertainment uh, industry has changed, man. It's yeah. like. You got to have a huge following. You got to be putting videos out every week. Yeah. Or some, you know, so it's, it's, yeah, I, I got to get see, into yeah, it. Yeah, because
0: I see a lot of those Instagram clips. They're mm-hmm. like a minute long. Right. And if you get a couple of those, those things, because then people will share them mm-hmm. and then they'll show up when people are just searching for comedy. Right, right. You hashtag it or whatever. So, yeah, it's not yeah. a bad way to go. But uh, do you have any other upcoming shows?
1: Um, Yes, I have.
0: Uh, just, I how can... do we find or how do we find that? You don't have a website, right? But you well, have the social media. Yeah, so. you can
1: follow me on Instagram at T. Kingsby, that's uh, at T-D-O-T-K-I-N-G-S-B-Y. Yeah, I I post all my shows on there, Facebook, T. Kingsby. Um, I need to get on Twitter more. Everything is T. Kingsby, T, and I spell it out. I don't put a dot, I spell the dot out, D-O-T, so T-D-O-T. K-I-N-G-S-B-Y, yeah. Uh And, uh, yeah, I post everything I'm doing. I got a few shows coming up this month. Do you got uh, any
0: headlining shows, or are you mostly doing open? um, Yeah, I'm
1: actually headlining uh, October 24th, Stand Up Live. It's a show called Goofballs. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh uh-huh. I'll be headlining. I I host the open mic every Wednesday at the Boycott Bar as well. Um, All right. It's, um... And the we'll Melrose District. Out. Oh, yeah. Uh, funny comics come to there every Wednesday at 9 p.m. So
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much man, for doing you, my Chuck. podcast, I appreciate man. Thank you, It appreciate awesome. So I appreciate it. Uh, check them out on social media. You can check me out on social media as well for my episodes. I also have another podcast. I do the Chuck and Josh Show or Chuck and Josh Podcast, and we have like over 50 episodes. So check that out. Until next time. Thank you.
1: Out.